It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Michael Reed Show Podcast. Tune in weekdays from 9 on LMFM. To contact us, email now. Michael at lmfm.ie Wednesday morning, the 14th of July. Good morning. With much debate and discussion from now till 11am, this is Michael Reid on LMFM. As you know, the government has agreed on a plan to allow people to dine indoors once again. Service will be available to the vaccinated and the recovered. All others will be refused entry by law. Which is not something we ordinarily would enter into in terms of differentiating between vaccinated and unvaccinated, but with the spread of the Delta variant, there is an obligation on the government, I would say on the Oireachtas, to protect those who are not vaccinated um, from getting COVID-19. And the government plan is a three-phased approach. In the first instance, to facilitate the reopening, to facilitate the reopening of hospitality, indoor dining, uh, through vaccination certs. Uh, and to to restrict it to those who are vaccinated and those who have recovered um, from COVID. In the second phase, then, to do an assessment in terms of the potential use of PCR testing, and in the third phase, to look at antigen testing. But to take it at phase one, and the legislation provides a framework to enable that to happen. And I think we need to get off the fence on this one way or the other, because last week people were urging us to bring forward proposals. We're now bringing forward proposals. Um, and uh, And we did indicate last week that we'd have a plan by the 19th um, and I, I, it, it's a fairly straightforward, simple uh, legislative piece. I do accept the issues in it are not the kind that we ordinarily would engage in I accept that, but we are in the middle of a global pandemic. Indeed we are let's talk uh, to Minister of State Fine Gael TD for Meath West, Damien English who's on uh, the line and a very good morning to you Minister and thank you indeed uh, for joining us we heard the Taoiseach Michal Martin say there that the legislation is fairly straightforward uh, how can you uh, explain it to us or, or what, what do you understand in terms of how it's going to work well, first of all, Michael, thanks for having me on. And I think that the Taoiseach, yes, it probably gives a fair outline to, to, to what we're trying to do here. None of us uh, would like to be in this position. It's not ideal, right? But, but, but let's be clear. We do want to be able to reopen hospitality. We want to get those thousands of people back, back at work that want to go back to work and get those thousands of businesses in the sector reopened. And it's important we do that. We had hoped to do it uh, last week, the 5th of July. Yeah, but that wasn't permitted by NEFID because of the spread of the Delta variant. And so NEFID's advice and guidance is that we can reopen hospitality indoors 
uh, if if we if we um, make sure the patrons using the indoors are the ones that are vaccinated or have had COVID. So we've brought forward legislation. It will be debated today for four to five hours in the doll and voted on. There'll be guidance to go with it. Um, you know, and mm. it's the, the main decision here is, look, do we allow hospitality reopen this way or do we not? I believe we should. It's not ideal. I totally accept that. Mm. Which uh, way, though? How, 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 how will it work? So how will it work? So ba- basically, um, the legislation that will come, come in today will give permission to the patrons of these places to allow customers to come into their shop that have proof um, or, can, or can provide proof that they have either had their vaccination, their two vaccines, uh, or they've had COVID in the last six months. Um, and and that's, that, that's, that would be allowed for under law, and it gives them legal cover to be able to do that. Um, there will be a compliance office that will monitor this, but to be honest, the majority of the monitoring of this will be self-regulation, and we'll be asking people to play their part. In fairness, with all the rules and regulations over the last 18 months to do with COVID, the majority of people mm. have responded to the rules and regulations, uh, and you know, the, you know, enforcement has not been the issue because most people have played their part to help stop the spread of the virus and to help save lives. And we would need that to continue in the months ahead. We, you know, and the hospitality sector, they would also agree this is not ideal, but they want to be reopened. They'd rather not have to refuse customers, uh, but they have no choice. The law will say that they have to make sure and verify that people have had their vaccination programme and that they have got protectors. Uh, and I, th- I think we need everyone's cooperation to get through this. Um, I know yeah. people will object to this and don't like it because it's not ideal. But for me, it's about getting hospitality opened up and getting trying to move on to live with COVID. It will be extremely temporary, Michael. This, there's a sunset clause in this legislation. If it, it finishes on the 9th of October, um, mm. if everything goes to plan with the vaccination programme, it won't even be needed uh, as, we, as we come into, into August into, into September because okay. there is major plans to roll out the vaccine in the weeks ahead and to be But there is also the option to extend that sunset as you described well, it. Only by agreement Michael by mm, agreement okay. the and, All right. and hopefully we won't need, we won't need to go. Okay there. so if somebody wants to go to the pub uh, or out for a meal uh, they have to have proof that either they had COVID in the last uh, six months or that they've been fully vaccinated. How do you go about proving that? Okay well at the moment the way you'll do that is this week your, your digital cert is coming out um, which was originally planned for, for, for to reopen tr- uh, international transport next Monday, which is going ahead. Uh, so for now, that that same cert will be usable in this situation. Um, so that will be digital for those who got in the vaccination centre. You'll get an email uh, over the last couple of days, yesterday and over this week, those emails are coming out. Uh, and people should check for them or check the spam if you went to a vaccination centre. There's about a million of them. And then there's about 800,000 that will get it in the post revenue are managing that post and that will come over the next four or five days as well. The majority will have had that by Friday. Some might get to, uh, get it on Monday, but we're hoping that everybody will have it by, by this Friday. Mm. That gives you then proof. So you have two options there. You can you can print that off and fold it up. That's the way it's designed. And you can have it with you. And then the operator of a restaurant or a pub or another indoor event eventually will be able to just look at your vaccination cert and verify that you've had, uh, that you've got your vaccination, or that you've had COVID as well. So then the issue is, uh, the second issue, and I accept there's confusion around this. Um, who will clarify uh, if you had, if you've had COVID in the last six mm. months? Um, in the law, it will be permitted that a medical person can, can provide that. But in in practice, what will happen is, as of next week, that the uh, call centre set up, they'll have access to all the information from the from the testing scenario uh, that anybody went. So about a hundred thousand people in this country would have, would have tested positive for COVID. Um, it's only in the, in the last six months, and they're the ones that will be able to get 
their verification through that call centre, which will be up and running next week. Mm. Okay, so if I get a, an email, uh, which is my cert uh, to prove that I've been vaccinated, um, I have to print that off, do I? Or can I bring my phone? Or what happens uh, if uh, I don't have a phone, I have a, a laptop, do I have to get it printed somewhere? Yeah, well, for, for now, Michael, the best advice for anybody, I think, print it off, even for international travel, because if you're relying on your phone, you can take a picture up and you'll have it there. And um, there is a, a, a Q code in that as well, which will be used at a later stage. But the best thing to do is probably to print it off. If it comes in the post, you'll have a copy of it. I said to anybody, take a copy of it. I know it's not ideal. People don't want to have to carry more paper. But this is what we have to do to try to, to protect people's lives and, and stop the spread of the virus. So, yes, you will have to, you'll either bring with you, if you're going to the rest of the Pope, uh, proof through your, your EU digital COVID certificate, which shows that you're fully vaccinated. You'll okay. either have a document then prescribed by the minister. So today, uh, in in the law that goes through today, it will allow for written or electronic form issued by a body implementing a vaccination program. Okay. Right. So that so that mm-hmm. again that allows for people coming into the country. But we will recognise the vaccination programs from most other countries as well. So and I got so, I, I head down to the local um, with my uh, certificate printed off. Uh, uh, what happens then? So at the moment, if you if you go to your, your most indoor events now, they're, they're already taking your, your phone number and your name and your details for contract tracing. And um, so we expect then that the patrons would verify at that stage, as they take your name, your number and so on, that they would verify that you've had your um, vaccination or you have written confirmation that you've had COVID in the last six months. Mm, okay. Um, uh, what, what, happened, what physically? I showed them the piece of paper, is it? You do. And they will literally tick the box to say that, they, that they've seen it. They don't keep a record of it. They don't take a picture of it. Okay. Uh, and that's, that's as far as it goes. That's it? Yes. And, and, Michael, to be very clear, right, I know everybody said that over the last 24 hours, you know, information varies in this. When the legislation is complete tonight, because we have to mm. respect the houses of the doctors, mm. we'll tease this through with amendments and, and changes, if, if need be, into the channel there as well. And then when legislation is completed in, in, over the next day or two, then the minister publishes the regulations and the guidance to go with that. So everything will be absolutely clear and black and white mm. by the end of the week before this is up and running. And 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 and, 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 and sorry, when I say the end of the week, that's intentional. It might be next week before all the guidelines are there, but it's not intended to have this in use until about Monday week anyway. Okay. Will I be so asked for ID guidance. or anything? Well, I don't, I'm not so sure you'd be asked for ID, but okay. well, you will be if you're in a profile. So I could borrow your pass, your certificate, and go in, even though I haven't been vaccinated. Which you can do at the moment, if you want to, if people, people often produce fake ID, they want to get alcohol as well. Right. Michael, I'm being honest with you, and nobody's mm. denying this. Uh, it, it will be possible. But, uh, I mean, I have this email, and I wanted to go out with a, a group of ten people. I could print off ten certs, put different names on them, and we'd all arrive and be entitled uh, to go in uh, and sit down and spend as long as we want uh, so long uh, as we have that piece of paper, it doesn't matter whether we've been vaccinated or not. And you'll be breaking the rules and breaking the law yeah. and, and not helping the public health. But nobody will know. Effort team. Um, you, you, you take that chance of nobody knowing. No. How, how would anybody know? Because there the will be verification officers, there will be people doing the team, checking this and so on as well. And you're asked, I do, mean, do we the what? law says to you, there will be people... Um, uh, officers through the HSA, through the HSE. They'll come into a restaurant and ask to see your... They will be compliance officers uh, and they will be able to inform them, do checks. Okay, and, if they come in... Okay, well, well, talk it through with me. If they come into a restaurant 
and I'm sitting there and they ask me for my digital cert and I take out my piece of paper and it says I'm Damien English on it. Uh, what happens then? Yeah, so if, if the uh, compliance officer, and again, Mike, to be very clear here, I've said that the majority of this will have to be by self-regulation and everybody complying mm. with the public health advice. But there will be compliance officers. Mm. They're not going to be able to reach every premises, but they will be able to inspect uh, yeah. and, and see if the regulations okay. have been followed. So if I showed they, them, so, so they're in there doing the inspection. They asked me for my certificate. I have it, piece of paper, and it says that I'm Damien English. What happens then? Yes, but then that's, if, the, if the inspector believes, if the compliance officer believes that all procedures are not being followed, they can inform the operator um, of, the, of the premises um, that rules are not being followed, documentation is not correct. But all I have and to then, do is have the piece of paper, is it not? Yes, Michael, because as I'm saying to you, it's not... So it doesn't matter what name is on it or whether I've been vaccinated or not? No, well, your, your piece of paper will have your name on it. will show that... No, but if my piece of paper says Damien English... Who le- yes. and Damien English has been vaccinated, uh, and I'm obviously not Damien English, I'm Michael Reid, uh, and I'm sitting there, and I show the inspector a piece of paper, uh, most likely, you said, uh, most probable uh, that there won't be an inspector, but if an inspector does ask me for a piece of paper, I'll show him a piece of paper, it says Damien English on it. Hey, he's not going to question who I am, is he? Well, that's, uh, again, Michael, this will be clarified in the guidance, but that's what the, will be an inspector's role, to yes. try to verify as best they possibly can that do out the person. If you, so, if you're, which if they you're can't. There's no fraud. requirement to have ID, so they can't. Yeah, if you were committing a fraud, you will be guilty and yeah. open to a fine of over 2,000 yeah, euros. That's only, that's, that's that's only if you can get law. caught. Yes, but when, like, like any law, Michael, we have if you get caught. But what we're, I, I said at the start of the year, this is to try to manage the situation to open hospitality in the best okay. possible way we can. Right, we know so, it's totally op- so, so it's totally open to fraud. Uh, the it, danger is, Michael, with, with any of our systems, uh, if people really, really want to go. No, no, I don't. I, I don't think that's. Can, I don't think that's necessary. In fairness <laughs> to the state, I don't think that's necessarily true. Um, if, if I don't have internet and I'm posted my certificate, what happens if I, I lose it, or if it's all crumpled up, or if I spill beer on it, or something like that happens? Yeah, hopefully you won't because it'll be worth minding. But if that happens, you can you contact the contact centre next week, and they can they will be able to organise a new one for you uh, if need be. So that's you know. So anybody that has their certs from next week on will be able to. There will be a call centre in place, will, which will deal with all concerns like that. Mm. The call centre will not be for you ring up and say, uh, "I want to jump the queue to get my cert by 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 Torsted this week." That's not the service they will be able to provide. It'll be assistance thereafter when you have a digital cert if there's any complications with it mm. or if you, if you need a new one issued. Uh, and uh, you're hoping the legislation is going to go through the doll nearly at the same speed as uh, the legislation that guaranteed the banks in this country when it was believed that they were going to collapse so the government guaranteed that any losses would be covered by the banks. Uh, they thought this was a master stroke, but it, it resulted in Anglo-Irish collapsing at a cost of $34 billion and an overall cost of $64 billion because the re- legislation was rushed and hadn't been thought through. And there is fear that this will be the same because this is to go to the Dáil on Wednesday, to the Shannon on Friday, and maybe signed into law over the weekend uh, and could actually be law from Monday. Is that right? It could be law from Monday, Michael, yes. And, Michael, to be very clear, the legislation, even though... What we're trying to achieve is not something we like doing. Everyone can argue that it's not fair. It's, the legislation in itself would be quite simple. It's quite straightforward. Okay. It will come down to whether you believe in allowing these premises to reopen 
and to serve some customers. So if I want to go for a pint on Monday and I don't have my digital cert, can I call my GP? It, no, there's no need to call the GP. The law will allow that a medical person certify this, but we all know... So, so if I call my GP, they can do it for me? They, they could give you proof yeah. uh, and, and to clarify that you've either had COVID or that you've had a cert. But to mm. be clear, Michael, in most cases, your GP would not have that information. So why they, why they will be allowed to do it under the law, um, as in as they are a medical person with, with the powers to do it, they won't. They might not have the information you need to do it for you. So I don't. I would not recommend you go to a GP. They are busy. But I can. Uh, and the law will allow. The law allows for a medical person. The yeah. minister might decide to put in guidelines not to go to the GP. Mm. But the wording of the legislation as stands up to be that will go through the houses, uh, hopefully with with or without changes in the days ahead, would allow for that. And that's where the confusion is coming. Okay, from. but if everybody in the family, if everybody in the family is going to a fiftieth birthday or something like that, uh, and you're the only one who doesn't have, this, have the certificate, you could call the GP and say, I need my certificate. Well, I think we know what the GP will say to you on that one. Uh, if you, you either are entitled to a certificate or you're not, the GP will not be in the position to be deciding that. Oh, no, but if you, are enti- if you are entitled to your certificate, you can call the GP, and the GP can give you a certificate. Under the wording of the law, the, the medical person, mm. uh, the, the, you know, there will be, be medical person prescribed in law that can issue confirmation that you've either had COVID right. or that you have a test. And what will that look like? What will that confirmation look like? <laughs> like I'm sorry, I haven't got the warning of that, what it looks like. Mm. Sort of well, how, if I bring down a letter uh, to my local pub and yeah. say it's from my GP uh, and I'm recovered from COVID, how are they to know it's not from my GP? Yeah, so, so there'll be two, two, two things. The, when the legislation is complete tonight, then the Minister, in conjunction with all the relevant bodies in conjunction with the House of Health Sector will complete the guidelines. Those guidelines will be very clear, Michael, and will, will be very clear on all these scenarios. Mm. I don't have all the answers yet because it's not okay. possible yet because That's the guidelines are not published. But it's it, a very relevant question you've asked mm. and I'll make sure the guidelines deal with it. Will it be safe if 18-year-olds are not allowed to go in because they haven't been vaccinated uh, because that's too risky and 17-year-olds who haven't been vaccinated are allowed to go in? Yeah, at the, at the moment, the legislation as, as drafted uh, allows for uh, under 18-year-olds accompanied by a parent mm. or some other guardian that they can enter a premises without a vaccination. Yeah. Uh, and that's because at the moment... But that's uh, daft, vaccine, isn't it? What's that, Michael? It's daft, isn't it? That's, that's your opinion. I, I'm telling you what the law being prescribed allows for. Because no, but log- logically speaking, it makes no sense, which is why I said it's daft. I mean, what's the difference between someone who's 17 and someone who's 18? You're saying it's too risky to allow an 18-year-old in if they haven't been vaccinated, but it's not risky at all to allow a 17-year-old in. Yeah, that's, that's, main, it's, that's daft. Look, the, the, well, look, for a start, COVID is daft, but we have to live with it. Um, the situation is that the vaccination programme is open at this moment in time um, for people who are over 18. Uh, and they can book a vaccination through the pharmacy. They we're not at this moment in time planning a vaccination rollout for below eighty uh, below that. Um, it will change, uh, and 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 that of course will change over time. But for now, the advice will be that patrons of uh, operating indoor hospitality will be allowed left let under eighteen year olds in without any vaccination cert or anything else in conjunction with their parent their parent mm-hmm. or their guardians. And that's the advice being recommended because we know families want to travel together, want to eat together. 
uh, and we have to allow for unaccompanied, unaccompanied minors. That's, okay. that's, that's or, uh, sorry, accompanied minors. So okay, well, there'll be... And Michael, look, I, I'm not uh, disagreeing with you. That part no, I know that, yeah. yeah. And I don't envy anybody who has to make these decisions either, in fairness, like, you know, but, uh, I mean, uh, it doesn't mean that we shouldn't be talking about the pitfalls either. Oh, I totally agree with yeah, you, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. and it's important that we do have these conversations, but mm. I know there's a rush with that for everybody to want absolute clarity. I think you have to be fair to the health authorities that you have to put the law in place first and then you give the guidance how that's implemented. But yeah, that, that, well, that's what the law will I'll be very interested to hear what Neffet has to say about it and as to whether they believe it's in line with what they said about a verifiable system because it seems far from that. But we yeah, let so them, the we'll, we'll let them speak for themselves, Minister. I have to leave it there. We will. Okay, Michael, okay, we will do that. I'm but sorry, I, I, I am think it is in line with Neffet's okay. advice as best we possibly can. Okay. All right, we leave it there. Thank you indeed for joining us on the programme this morning. That's uh, the Minister for Business and Employment Damien English for Nigel TD from Meet West. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.